0: On behalf of Weinberg Information Services, this is Bob Keebler, and we're here to talk about avoiding low-basis traps from an estate planning perspective. What I'd like to talk about today is avoiding low-basis traps when we're working with older clients doing estate planning. Right now, we're all in this world where we doubled the estate tax exemption to $11 million for an individual, $22 million for a married couple. So there will be a... Prejudice towards action. All of us will be saying, what can I do to help my clients in the short run? Now, the higher exemption, however, sunsets on December 31st, 2025, really just under eight years from now. Now, that creates some tension here because we know that that exemption could go back down. And no one's going to want to lose that exemption. So we will all be making large gifts as we get closer to those dates. But we do have something else going on. Remember, when I die with property, I'm going to receive a step up in basis. So I thought of one client we represent. She has some very low basis bank stock, and she's in her 90s. If she were to die, she would receive a nice, clean step up in basis and then pay estate tax on anything over $11 million. That's easy. That would be the best result. So how this works is for the next eight years until... December of 2025, December 31st, 2025, there's going to be an $11 million exemption from the estate tax, $11,180,000 inflation adjusted on a going forward basis. And then we will revert back to the $5 million exemption inflation adjusted in 2026. So if, if she's still alive in December of 2025, no doubt we're going to make a very large gift. Now, why wouldn't we gift now? Because by waiting, we remain eligible for the step-up in basis at our death. The problem is the risk that we run is that that property takes off in value. What do we do to hedge that? So while we're waiting for the step-up in basis, what we could try to do is structure some type of freeze. The most likely freeze you would try to engage in would be a grantor retained annuity trust. And then you'd want to make sure that as payments came out of the grant, that not only the client, but the client's attorney in fact, have the legal authority to re the property to keep shifting the appreciation downstream to children and grandchildren. So you might actually set up a series of short-term grants to try to have your cake and eat it too. Shift the appreciation while simultaneously keeping the property in your client's estate. So basically you'd force inclusion, but you'd still obtain a step up because the grant would be included in, the, in her estate in case of her death. So that would be a wonderful place to be. Now, so what we have to look at is, does that make sense? Now, the other thing we have to watch out for is what the grant will do, it will hedge the risk that the client dies early by protecting the basis step up. So to make a gift work, clients must live a significant amount of time to shift post-gift appreciation out of their estate for the estate tax cost to exceed the income tax cost of preserving basis. A grant can hedge the risk of early death because it forces inclusion, thereby achieving a basis increase for appreciated assets. So what we'd evaluate is what is the math here, okay? We, this makes sense conceptually, but let's say that you had a client, and we'll just do a simple break even. She has $10 million worth of bank stock with a basis of a million dollars. So there's a $9 million built-in gain, and that built-in gain would result in taxes if the property was sold of $2,250,000. The appreciation needed to overcome the value of the step-up would be, as on a simple break-even, would be $5,625,000. Basically, how much appreciation multiplied by 40% would you need to get to to overcome that built-in gain? But that analysis, a simple break even is not the way to approach that. You have to do a more complex break even where you have an interrelated calculation in a way. What you're going to do is you're going to take your 40% estate tax rate and you're going to subtract from that the 25% income tax rate, 23.8 plus on allowance for state. That state will vary when you do this calculation. State rate will vary. But it's that difference, in this case, 15%. For every dollar of growth, I save 15%. But I have to make up for my original built-in gain of nine million, which would have a built-in gain tax cost of two million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So where I'm coming at this from is we would actually have to get fifteen million dollars of appreciation before we would be ahead. Now that's a very hard thing to do. So you'd be doing everything possible to shift growth while retaining the ability to get a step-up basis. So you wouldn't wanna give away that property until fall or early winter of 2025, right before the sunset. So we've covered a lot of ground today. I do want you to think about when you're gifting away lower basis property where the basis is less than 70 or 80% of value, take out your calculator or build an Excel spreadsheet, figure out where these breakpoints are, and let that guide you to really good, solid advice for your clients. On behalf of Leinberg Information Services, this has been Bob Keebler. Thank you for joining us today.